How we doing, everybody? Welcome back to the In My Prime podcast. Today, got NBA slate once again for Tuesday the 9th, I believe. Tuesday the 9th, I believe, of January. <clears throat> got three plays for you. Uh, I will do a quick recap on today. It was a solid day. Not crazy. Not bad. Made a little bit of bread. But, uh, yeah, let's start, let's start with the recap. So, um, Jordan Poole over 14.5 points. I believe he finished with 24 points. Let me quick pull that up. Should have it up already, but um, a bum. Yeah, Poole finished with 24 points. Uh, shot 8 for 17. So, shot really good for him, to be honest. 17 shot attempts. We love that. Um, I said I like that the Wizards are playing at home because I think that they'll be able to play, play close. That came to fruition. Um, starters were able to get pretty much full minutes, so love to see that. Very happy with that read. Very happy with the result, obviously. Uh, second winner, Chris Middleton over 23.5 PR. Very, very weird game here, man. Very weird game. Uh, they were down like 30 at halftime. Middleton, I think he had maybe 7 PR at halftime. So I basically chalked it up. I'm like, okay, that's not going to come through. Uh, very weird game. But uh, the Bucks still ended up losing by a decent margin, but they were able to keep it close enough to wh- where they didn't have to pull starters early. So Middleton finished with 34 minutes. Happy with that because we wanted 30-plus for ours. Um, shot six for 7 for 16, uh, 23 points, 3 rebounds, so 26 PR. Um, it was a sweat for sure, but um, it felt like the line was a little bit low without Dame. Uh, the game... Environment was fine. Uh, Bucks definitely were a little bit underwhelming. Giannis didn't have a great game. Uh, Jazz threw a lot of bodies at him, which I also thought was going to happen. So I, I, I'm very happy with that read, too. Um, obviously, nice that the game was ended up being close, so we get full minutes, but happy with that one, too. The loser, I am not happy with myself at all. <laughs> this was a terrible read. Um, <laughs> I... Maybe it wasn't a terrible read, but it, it was like I was so off on my analysis. So I think Kobe White finished the game with, um, or finished regulation. The game was overtime. I think he finished regulation with 32 PRA. Um, I, he had finished with 19 shots. I think it was maybe like 16 or 17 in regulation. Uh, was going to play 37 minutes in regulation. So. Uh, basically, I thought that there's a chance that minutes are going to be down with Crusoe, Patrick Williams back. Was not the case. Still took on a massive minute load. And then the thing that really shocked me is that Kobe White is st- like the alpha in this offense over DeMar DeRozan, over Zach Levine. Um, I, is that going to be sticky? I don't know. Maybe it's a good spot to fade him next game, depending on the line. But um, looking at the stats, yeah, DeMar DeRozan at 16, so Kobe White outshot him. Vucevic had 18, so barely outshot him. But Zach Levine, man, eight shots from him. Very, very uh, unusual, to say the least there. So, um, yeah, not happy with it. not happy with that one for sure. Uh, had he have went over with, I think the margin I set was 14, like less than 14 shots, I'd be fine with it. But uh, was way off on my projection on his volume. So we'll hold that L on the chin. So went 2-1 and one plus... 0.95 units. We'll never complain about that. Anyways, three plays for today. Uh, first one, De'Aaron Fox over 26.5 points, minus 125 at MGM. 
uh, reasoning behind this, uh, this is just like a huge overreaction to the last game, man, where he had three points against a very tough Pelicans defense. I mean, complete blowout, just a complete outlier game that's probably going to happen once this whole year where Fox has less than like 14 points, to be honest. So complete overreaction to the last game. Fox, he's over this line in 19 out of 29 games, and he's over in 18 out of 25 games with 29 plus minutes. In those 25 games with 29 or more minutes, he's averaging 30.4 points per game in those games. So yeah, man, like he is constantly, constantly going over this line. Uh, massive, like I already touched on the buy spot thing. Um, on the year, Pistons, we all know they're, they suck. They're not a good defense. Um, Pistons that on the year allow the second most points per game to point guards. Uh, if we go to the last 15 games, overall the Pistons, they allow the most points per game. Just overall as a team, uh, they are a really, really bad defense. Uh, we can get in some recent high usage guards against Detroit. Uh, Jamal Murray put up 37. Steph Curry, 26. That's not a good game for him. But Jordan Clarkson, 36 off the bench. Jalen Green, 22, which is actually pretty damn good for Jalen Green this year. Uh, and then Dennis Schroeder also had 30 like five or five games ago or so. So um, didn't really want to spend too much time just like digging up who's went off against the Pistons because it is a lot of guys. Like I said, they they just they're not good at defending guards. They're a terrible defense in general. So yeah, um, I personally really like that the game is in Detroit. Obviously, similar angle I played with the Wizards being big dogs, but they're at home. Um, with the game being in Detroit, Cade's out, and so I mean that sucks. But in my opinion, uh, it makes the chances of a blowout much lower with the game being in Detroit. Like <laughs> if the game was in Sacramento, I think a safe projection would be that De'Aaron Fox has not touched the floor in the fourth. But, um, yeah, with it being in Detroit, man, I, I just I really like that. I think that chances of the Fox getting significant fourth-quarter run are much higher. Uh, but on the other hand, like, even if it is a blowout, like, it's going to be the Kings blowing them out, and obviously to blow out a team, you have to put up a lot of points. So um, I thought I'd just mention that. So, yeah, man, uh, this Fox line is just a massive overreaction. It's a super easy matchup coupled with a line that Fox has crushed all year. So I think this is just a really good spot to buy De'Aaron Fox. Next play I have is Scotty Barnes over one and a half three-pointers made at minus 127 at Caesars. So Scotty Barnes, he has two or more three-pointers in 22 out of 36 games this year. So really good hit rate. Um, since December, he has... Slowly been ramping up his three-pointers. He's uh, much more confident as the year's gone on. Since December, he's averaging 2.5 three-pointers made on 6.4 three-pointers attempted. So usually with volume like that, I mean, we see a two-and-a-half line, not a one-and-a-half line. So, yeah. Um, he's taken five or more threes in 14 out of his last 17 games. And with five or more three-pointers attempted, he's over in 19 out of 23 games this year. We get an amazing matchup against the Lakers, who over the last 15 games, they allow the most three-pointers made overall at 15.1 a game. Um, I'd like to think that this is because of how elite Anthony Davis is at protecting the rim. Um, just teams choose to not go up on him, you know? So what that does is cause swing, swing, action, catch-and-shoot threes. But also just guys who can, who are slashers, but they also can shoot, just knowing that it's tough to score down low. Um, sometimes just you elect to shoot the three ball instead of trying to get a contested layup over one of the best shot blockers in the league. And uh, teams like Minnesota like have a really good shot blocker, but they also have a defensive scheme focus on running people off the three-point line. Uh, the Lakers clearly do not have that scheme. It's 
obviously because they allow the most three pointers made the last 15 games. Scotty, um, obviously, he's a much improved three point shooter. Uh, I wouldn't be betting on him if he wasn't. But I think it's worth noting that we shouldn't forget that he was literally getting like the Ben Simmons treatment last year, where teams just sit in the paint and like, okay, Scotty, like fucking shoot the ball. So. Um, I haven't watched much Raptors this year, but like I highly doubt that Scotty's at the point where he's on opponent scouting reports saying we need to run this guy off the line. Like I, I just really don't see that being the case, and uh, I think that's important because I don't want to be betting on Scotty to hit threes if teams are gonna attack his calls out super aggressively and stuff. But like I said, man, I, I really, really doubt that that's the case for a scouting report on Scotty Barnes. So. Like that there. Yeah, man. Uh, all in all, with the Scotty play, uh, Lakers been terrible three-point defense recently. Been getting absolutely torched from behind the arc. Scotty, great hit rate on this prop with 22 out of 32 games straight up. And uh, volume has been awesome as of recent. Really good hit rate when he shoots like five plus threes, even four plus threes, even just like overall. So, yeah, man. Like, uh, I think that three-point props can be pretty volatile. But at the same thing, man, like, I, I just, like, I had to play this one due to the matchup, due to the hit rate and all that good stuff. So, Scotty Barnes, over one and a half three-pointers made, is second play. Third and final play of the pod is going to be Jalen Brunson, over seven and a half assists, minus 119 at Caesars. So, for this one with Jalen Brunson, <clears throat> since RJ and Emmanuel quickly trade, uh, Brunson and Randall, they just completely dominate the ball for the Knicks. Like, OG Ananobi, great player, but this dude has very, very low usage. Um, just pretty much a catch-and-shoot guy, attack, closeouts, all that stuff. Uh, Dante DiVincenzo, same thing. Like, Josh Hart, same thing, very low usage. I'm trying to think of other guys off the bench, but, like, like Miles McBride's getting burned, like, very low usage. Hartenstein, obviously, very low usage. Like, it, it's insane how ball-dominant Brunson and Randall are since this trade. Because when, when you get rid of Barrett, who dominates the ball a decent amount quickly, obviously, when he's in there, he's dominating the ball, too. It's, like, it's really just Brunson and Randall. So, last four games, without Barrett and quickly, Brunson, he's averaging 66 passes made and 17.5 potential assists. So, yes, that is a small sample. But if you put that on the year, uh, he'd rank fourth in passes made behind guys like Jokic, Halliburton, and Sabonis. He'd also rank third in uh, third in the league in potential assists behind Tyrese Halliburton and Trey. Uh, that is like elite company. That's guys who never, like outside of Sabonis, guys who never have seven and a half assist lines. Like if you think about guys like Halley, obviously he's behind Halley in the potential assists by a little bit, but... um. Like Halley's like lines are always at eleven and a half, maybe even twelve and a half, given the matchup. I think he was even at thirteen and a half like a little bit ago. So, um, yeah. But then also Trey Young, like he's always ten and a half, like maybe eleven and a half too. Jokic, like he's eight and a half at worst, and it's probably juice to the over. So, yeah, man, like he's just in elite company with like how he's been dominating the ball, all the passes he's been making, and uh, the potential assists as well. So, like seven and a half, like I, I think that. Seven and a half lines for Brunson probably won't exist. Probably won't exist in a little bit, and especially, hopefully, man, hopefully he has a big assist game here, right? And uh, maybe that will cause him to permanently get like eight and a half assist lines. So, uh, matchup is against Portland. Um, they are just a bad defense <laughs> overall. Uh, Knicks should put up a ton of points here. Uh, if we look at the last fifteen games, Portland they allow the six most assists per game. 
the sixth most, most points per game and ranked fifth worst in defensive rating. So, yeah, man. And uh, obviously, Portland's a pretty shitty team. So, Knicks, clearly the better team. But um, Tibbs, he's a guy who, <clears throat> if there's any chance that, like, he... Like, the Knicks will have to be up, like, a ton for Brunson to not play in the fourth quarter. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, just Tibbs being the coach gives me a little bit more confidence about, like, the potential blowout here. So, like that there. Um, yeah, man, all in all, with Jalen Brunson, like, this new role that he has dominating the ball, um, it's elite. It's up there with, like, the top guys in the league. Uh, Portland's a bad defense. They're probably going to allow a ton of points overall to the Knicks here. Obviously, they allow a lot of assists to them. Six both assists per game, last 15. And if the Knicks put up a lot of points here, expect Brunson in this new role to get his assists in while they do so. So, yeah, guys, uh, three plays that I locked in for tomorrow. De'Aaron Fox, over 26.5 points, minus 125 at MGM. Scotty Barnes, over 1.5 three-pointers made, minus 127 at Caesars. And then Jalen Brunson, over 7.5 assists. That is minus 119 at Caesars. So, um, if you guys are listening to this, well, first of all, these plays probably have been bumped, if I'm going to be completely honest with you. Um, if you want to avoid that, uh, I run my dub club. I literally get my texts in. <clears throat> I text out the plays, send the plays out literally at the exact same time when I lock them in. So there's like 0% chance that if your phone's on and if you get the notification that you're going to miss out on the line. So I uh, highly recommend doing that. It's $10 a month. Not too crazy, man. Um, so yeah, uh, join the dub club if you want all these plays, the exact same odds that I'm getting them at. Anyways, um, hopefully, sneakily, we've actually been really good in NBA <laughs> the past couple days. Uh, we were dog shit last week, but I think in the NBA, I'm actually maybe like on an eight and one run, which isn't anything crazy. But you guys have been feeling good about this. Feel really good about these three plays. And yeah, man, uh, if you're betting today, as always, best of luck. Thank you guys all for tuning in. It means a lot to me. Yeah, you guys have a good one.